talking about the pattern in heaven. There's a pattern in heaven. There's a pattern in space. And when that pattern is right, the glory will fall. Amen. So subtitle of today's message is, man, is developing spiritual strength. It's one of the patterns that we have to follow in order for this glory to fall. Developing spiritual strength. Turn your Bibles once again to Colossians chapter 1 verse 7. Colossians chapter 1 verse 7. I'm going to go really slow today because I want you to get what I'm teaching you today. Amen. 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 You need to grasp it with your spirit. Let me say it again. You need to grasp it with your spirit. Colossians 1, 7 says, As you also learned of Ephraim, our dear fellow servant, who is for you a faithful minister of Christ, who also declared unto us your love in the spirit. For this cause we also, since the day we heard it, do not cease to pray for you and to desire that you might be what? Filled with the knowledge of his will and all what? Wisdom and spiritual understanding. And then we see why Paul desires this in verse 10, so that you might walk what? Worthy of the Lord unto all Pleasing. Somebody say all pleasing. Come on, say all pleasing. Being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. He says that you might walk what? Worthy of the Lord unto all pleasing. Somebody say all pleasing. And being fruitful. Somebody say be fruitful. Well, now let's turn to Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. Thank you, Lord. Exodus 15, verse 26. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I believe I received that, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Verse 26, reason he said, If thou wilt diligently what? Hearken to the what? Voice of the Lord thy God. Well, what is the voice of the Lord thy God? It is the word of God. Somebody say it's the word of God. Well, if thou wilt diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God and will do that which is right. That which is what? Right in his sight and give ear to his commandments and keep all his statutes. He says, I will put what? None of these diseases upon thee, which I have brought upon the Egyptians, for I am the Lord that healeth thee. Somebody say, I received that. Glory to God. Now let's look at Exodus chapter 23, verse 25, once again. Exodus 23, 25, it says, And you shall serve the Lord your God, and he shall what? Bless thy bread and thy what? Water, and I will what? Take sickness away from the midst of thee. So we're hearing words like, walk worthy of the Lord, unto all pleasing, being fruitful. Come on, say amen, somebody. We're hearing words right like, do what is right in his sight. 
do what is right in his sight and give ear to his word. Come on, say amen, somebody. Amen. And here we said, if you serve the Lord, serve the Lord, serve the Lord, he shall what? Bless thy bread and thy water. He will what? Take sickness away from the mystery. So we're going to pick up where we left off last Sunday. If you weren't here last Sunday, I, I would encourage you to get the CD. Amen. Because I'm not going to go over any of that stuff I went over last Sunday. Amen. So look at 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. Sometimes I give those that missed this previous Sunday a break, but not today. Get the CD. Amen. Glory to God. 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 1. He says, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you ignorant. Let me say it again. Now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I would not have you what? Ignorant. Just lift your hand and say, Father, thank you. In the name of Jesus, you would not have us ignorant of these spiritual gifts and manifestations of the Holy Spirit. So in the name of Jesus... We receive total deliverance from ignorance concerning these things. I give God praise like you believe you received that. So let's keep reading verse 2. It says, you know that you Gentiles carried away unto these dumb idols, even as you were led. Wherefore, I give you to understand that no man speaking by the Spirit of God call of Jesus accursed, and that no man can say that Jesus is Lord, but by the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody say, Jesus is Lord. Come on, say, Jesus is Lord over me. Hallelujah. Come on, Jesus is Lord over this ministry. I declare by the Holy Ghost, Jesus is Lord. Verse 4, now there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. And there are differences of administration, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of operation, but it's the same God, which work of all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. Manifestation of the Spirit is what these are, folks. Let me say it again. Manifestations of the Spirit is what these are. Tell your neighbor, manifestations of the Spirit is what these are. And he says in verse 8, he gives you the list. For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom. To another, word of knowledge by the same spirit. To another, faith by the, or, or special faith by the same spirit. To another, gifts of healing by the same spirit. To another, working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kind of tongues or different tongues. To another, interpretation of tongues. Now, we know there are nine of these manifestations of the spirit. How many? How many? Now go over to, we'll look at 1 Corinthians 13, 1. Notice what he says here. Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not what? Charity, which is what? Love. I am become a sounding brass or a tinkling what? Symbol, or I'm just noise. Or I'm just what? Noise. And though I have the gift of prophecy and I understand all mysteries and all knowledge, though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains 
and have not charity or what? Love. I am nothing. So what he's saying here, none of the nine manifestations of the spirit work without the love of God. Let me say it again. None of the nine manifestations of the spirit work without the what? Without the what? Love of God. Now let's go over to Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. The book of Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. Now I need you to really start paying attention. Even more than you've already been paying attention. <laughs> you are paying attention, right? Teenagers, you are paying attention, right? I ain't hear no teenagers. Okay, Amen. Galatians 5.22, it says, but the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, or faithfulness in this case, meekness, temperance. Against such there is no law. Notice there are nine of these. How many? Nine of these. Now, it's important to realize this. In the text that these verses were translated from, there are no punctuation marks and there are no capitalizations. Are you following me out here? Matter of fact, go back to verse 16. If you study and realize this, go back to verse 16. Notice what he says here in verse 16. Are you with me? Are you with me? It's not time to fall asleep or be dozing on me. Verse 16. This I say then, walk in the spirit, and you shall not fulfill the lust of the flesh. For the flesh lusts or puts pressure against the spirit, and the spirit against the flesh. These are what? Contrary to one to the other, so that you cannot do the things that you would. Remember I said there were no capitalizations in the original text. So this has to be talking about the reborn again spirit. This has to be talking about the reborn again spirit. Your spirit after you gotten born again. Why? Because the pressure is not being put on. Why? Because the pressure is, is, is being put on your spirit, not the Holy Spirit. Come on, he doesn't have any pressure on him. He's God. The pressure's on who? You and me. Come on, say amen, somebody. So he's talking about what? Your born again human spirit. Follow me now. He's talking about what? He's talking about what? All right, let's go back to verse 22. It says, but the fruit of the Spirit, now let's say it this way, but the fruit of the reborn human spirit. Yeah, I got that. All right, mosquito, I'm going to curse you in a minute. <laughs> but the fruit of the reborn human spirit. But the fruit of the reborn human spirit. I need you to get this. But the fruit of but the fruit of the what? 
Reborn human spirit. Where's that at? Where's that at? So the fruit of the reborn human spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith or faithfulness, meekness, temperance or self-control against such there is no law. So when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you and I were born again, not of corruptible seed. When you and I were born again, you and I were not born again, not, we, were, we were born again, not of corruptible seed. Well, 1 Peter 1.23, I want you to read it for yourself. Because I need you to follow along with me. It says here, being what? Being what? Being what? Born again. Not of what? Corruptible seed, but of what? Incorruptible by the? By the? By the? Was living and abideth forever. We were born of the spirit. Because the word is spirit. And it says we are born by the what? Word of God. We'll look at John 6, 63. It says, it's the spirit that quickeneth the flesh what? Prophet what? He says, the words that I speak unto you, they are what? They are what? Spirit and they are what? Life. So we were born of the spirit. We were born of the what? Spirit. The spirit of God and your, listen. The spirit of God and your spirit are one. Let me say this again. The spirit of God and your spirit are one. The spirit of God and your spirit are one. Our spirit our spirit being is not only like God. We are not only in his likeness, but we were made in his image. I said I'm going to go slow. Remain as what? Image. We were born, listen to this now. We were born of the same word of God that Jesus was born again out of the pit of hell. Let me say that again. We were born again of the same word of God that Jesus was born again out of the pit of hell. Well, let's prove it. Go to Hebrews 1.5. Jesus was born again. He was born again with the word of God. He was what? Born again with the word of God. And then look at it right here in Hebrews chapter 1 verse 5. He says, unto which of the angels said he at any time, that art my son. Talking about Jesus. This day have I what? This day have I what? Begotten thee. And again, I will be a father to him and he shall be a what? A son. And again, he bring up in the first begotten of the world. He was the first begotten. He's not the only begotten anymore. Why? Because you and I are one of those numbers now. 
But he says again when he bring it what? Those words is what got him born again. He bring him in the first God in the world. He said, let all the angels of God worship him. Jesus was born again with the word of God out of hell, folks. God spoke the word and he came out. He was the first begotten, not the only begotten anymore. Come on, say amen, somebody. He was born again with the what? With the what? With the word of God. See, we were born again with the same word of God. Let me say it again. We were born again with the what? With the same word of God. Say, I was born again with the same word of God. Then it said we were born again of not of corruptible seed, but of the what? Word of God. Ain't that what it said? So I was born again with the what? Same word of God. In other words, your spiritual, your spiritual DNA, your what? Spiritual. See, I need the men to grasp this because a lot of times women are more spiritual, you know, inclined to things. But some men don't catch spiritual things easily. And I need you men to pay attention. And all the brothers say. And all the brothers say. Amen. Women are easy. Because they're spiritually sensitive. God made them spiritually sensitive. Men, you got to get past our thick brain for it to get to our spirit. Come on, our mind be all over the place and we try to get something. Come on, say amen, somebody. But you were born again with the same word of God. Listen now, your spiritual DNA and my spiritual DNA and Jesus' spiritual DNA are exactly the same. Somebody say exactly the same. Tell your neighbor exactly the same. Now let's go back to Galatians 5.22. You got that right? You got that right? Go back to Galatians 5.22 because why? Everything in here is the spirit of God in us. Everything in here is the what? Spirit of God in us. He's in there. He's where? He's in there, and these are spiritual forces that were born into you in my human spirit. They were what? Born into you and I human spirit. Are you following me now? Now, when you got saved, matter of fact, go to Acts 1-8 real quick. Say the spirit of God in me. Come on, say the Spirit of God in me. Go to Acts 1-8 quickly. Now, we read in 1 Corinthians 12-2, the Spirit of God on us, right? Right? Amen. Amen. See, when you got born again, he's in you. But when you got baptized in the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of God came upon us for service. Say it again. When you got born again, or when you got saved, he's in you. But when you got baptized with the Holy Ghost, the Spirit came upon you for service. For service. Not to just to sit down and do nothing. 
It's for service. Look at Acts 1.8. But you shall receive power. After that, the Holy Ghost is coming what? Upon you. And you shall be what? Witnesses unto me both in Jerusalem and all Judea and in Samaria and to the othermost part of the earth. This is for service. This is for service to go out and witness. Go out and do something. That's the Holy Ghost upon. Because he said he said the Holy Ghost come what? Upon you. Somebody say upon you. Upon. Come on, say upon you. But when you go back to Galatians 5.22, go back there. These fruit of the Spirit is for your life. These fruit of the Spirit is for your what? Life. The gifts of the Spirit are, are, are for what? Service. And they come upon you. But these are for your what? These are spiritual forces that have, have been placed in you when you were born again. They're in there. Someone we can't tell. <laughs> That's what we're going to work on today. But they're in there. Tell your neighbor they're in there. Tell your neighbor, we're working on you. <laughs> Once again, he said, but the fruit of the Spirit is what? Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. What happens? You put these into operation and you begin to exercise them by faith. Let me say it again. You put them in operation, you begin to what? Exercise them by what? Faith. When we begin to exercise our faith for the growth of this fruit, for the development of this, come on, say amen, somebody, and this begins to grow on the inside of us, the results will be magnificent. See, when this begins to empower from the inside in our lives, folks, this will produce a level of holiness that no law can face. Come on, even the law of sin and death won't be able to face it in any condition. There's no law that can stand up against it. None. Somebody say none. I'm talking about love. Well, God is love. He is love. Tell your neighbor, he is love. But guess what? You're in his image. You're, you're in his what? So that means so are you. Listen to me closely now. You don't have love. You are love. Let me say it again. You don't have love. You are love. Come on, say I am love. What we have to do, we have to apply the fundamentals of faith to these nine spiritual forces on the inside of us. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. And listen to me closely. 
if you're having problems in the area of strength, I'm not, I'm not just talking about being able to keep going during the day. That's part of it. Tell your neighbor, that's part of it. But I'm talking about spiritual strength. If you're having problems with spiritual strength, not endurance. I'm talking about what? Spiritual strength. If you're having problems in the area of spiritual strength, start confessing the nine fruits of the Spirit. Put them in your mouth. And what happens, they'll start to grow in you. And they'll get stronger and stronger and stronger and stronger. But it won't grow until you decide to water it. Until you decide to believe it in your heart that it is growing. Until you decide to confess with your mouth that it is growing. Folks, nothing works without faith. Say it again. Nothing works without faith. I'm full of joy. <laughs> I'm full of joy. <laughs> you don't have to feel like it to have joy. You operate by faith. <laughs> Listen, you have to learn to do these things, folks, to build it, to build it, to build it, to build it, to strengthen it, to strengthen it, to strengthen it, to strengthen it. Join strength from my spirit into my body. The first thing in the morning will make or break you. Men. The first thing in the morning will break or break you, men. Women, you too, but especially men. The first thing in the morning, what do you do? When you get up, put that smile on your face. And all the brothers say, put that smile on your face, Regal. Come on. And keep it there. And keep it there, Joel. Keep it there. Keep it there. You have to do it. Well, Pastor Walker, you're just faking it. (laughs) See, listen to me now. There's a difference between faking it and operating by faith. See, if I'm faking it, I'm trying to make you think I have joy. Are you listening to me out here? I don't care what you think. I need strength. Come on, I need what? Listen to me. There is scientific proof. I know it's going to hit some people here. There is scientific proof that you can be frowning when there's really nothing to frown about. That's just because of what and the way you do all the time. 
<laughs> it has become habitual. You have developed a habit of doing it. You call somebody on their phone, how you doing? They'll say, great. How you doing? Fine. And listen to me, folks. If that's your parking place, you don't know it. It is affecting you. Teenagers, it is affecting you. It's affecting you that way. Carolyn Leaf, the woman that's going to speak at the convention in June. Amen? You need to get some of her material. She has scientifically proven that your mind makes your brain think. Your brain does not make your mind think. Your mind makes your brain think. Your brain is a servant of your mind, and you can make it think anything you want it to think. She's proven it. If you go through and you start, ha, 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 <laughs> See, a lot of people, you know, when they have, when they have a Holy Ghost movement here and people start laughing, yeah, I sit there and watch people and go. <laughs> they look like, it ain't all that funny. I ain't laughing. I don't care what you say. But when we start laughing, <laughs> I'm doing it by faith. Come on, say amen, somebody. I'm not doing this as a fake. I'm just acting on the word of God in Philippians 4.4. What's that Philippians 4.4 says? It says, rejoice in the Lord always. And again, I say rejoice. This is not a suggestion. It's not a suggestion. And it's not just laugh when it's funny. Oh, Lord. Hallelujah. See, by faith, we can fill our mouths with laughter. Let me say it again. By faith, we can fill our mouths with laughter. And if this has been very weak in you, like it's been in me, it takes time. Because why? You spent years with that frown on your face. Everybody, somebody see you. Some people won't even approach you because you look like this. Okay, you have to change your physical and natural habits concerning this, folks. Somebody say, I got to change. Come on, say, I got to change. Come on, you know, especially, you know, men, because, you know, we, look, we go around looking like we grouchy. 
We go around looking like we're grouchy. And all the men say, <laughs> Come on, Brother Barry, smile. Yeah, come on. Wake up in the morning, we're looking like we're grouchy. Come on, Dwight, come on. Yeah, come on, Rigo. Come on, I'll call you out. I'll call you out. <laughs> And we don't realize, when we wake up like that, we set a tone in the house. We set a tone, don't bother me, don't speak to me, and definitely don't say the wrong thing to me. He no bobo But you have to change your physical and natural habits concerning this. But you just keep doing it. And you keep doing it. And you keep doing it. You just keep doing what? Keep going to the word of God. Look, you look up scriptures about joy if you have to. Come on. It's used 19 times just in the book of Philippians alone. In that little book, 19 times the word joy or some form of joy is used. And he was in prison. And what you do, you just keep doing it. And you keep doing it. And you keep doing it. What happens? It begins to grow on the inside of you. It begins to come up. And it begins to come up. And that's wonderful and good. But look at Galatians 5.22 again. He said, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, endurance, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. Against there such, such, such there is no what? Law. What do you do? I'm telling you what to do, people. You take these things and you take them one at a time. And you release your faith for spiritual growth. And spiritual strength concerning these God characters. Because they're in there, but you haven't activated them. They've just been lying dormant. They've been in there since you got born again. I'm saying again, they've been in there since you got born again, Dennis. I thought I left you out, huh? But listen to this. We don't realize this has everything in the world to do with your physical healing. Oh, let me say this again. This has everything in the world to do with your physical healing. We're doing these, these, we're doing things that are pleasant in his sight. We're doing things that please him. I'm walking in love that pleases God. Well, look at John chapter 5, verse 1. 1 John 5, 1. You'll see why it's so important to build the love character to where it's there all the time. Build the love character until it's there all the time, Reuben. Thought I left you out too, huh? (laughs) Build the love character until it's there all the 
time. Till it's there all the till it's there all the time. Look at 1 John 5, 1. It says, whosoever believeth that Jesus is a Christ is what? Is what? Born of God. Well, God is love, right? God is love, right? And everyone that loveth him, that begotteth, loveth him also that is begotten of him. By this we know that we love the children of God. When we what? Love God and keep his commandments. For this is the love of God that we what? Keep his commandments and his commandments are not grievous. Well, what commandments are he, is he talking about here? Well, look at 1 John chapter 3, verse 23. What commandments is he talking about? Because some people will say he's talking about the Ten Commandments. No, he ain't. No, he ain't. He ain't talking about the Ten Commandments. He's going to tell you what commandments he's talking about right here. He said, this is his commandment. That we should what? Believe on the name of his son, Jesus Christ, and do what? Love one another as he gave what? commandment and he that keepeth his commandments dwelleth in him and he in him hereby we know he abideth in us by the spirit which he has given us not the ten commandments of the law the commandment of love and believing on the name of a son who has provided grace for us to deliver us from the law come on are you with me out here now going back to first john chapter 5 verse 4 he says, and whatsoever is born of God overcometh the world. And this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. Who is he that overcometh the world? But he that what? Believeth that Jesus is the Son of God. How do you overcome the world? By faith and love and faith worketh by love. That's why you got to develop. The love on the inside of you. Come on, say amen, somebody. You got to develop this love character if you want your faith to continue to work. We got to do it. We have no choice. Because there's too many things we're believing God for. For us to go around screw-faced. Looking ugly all the time. Okay, let me try this side over here. First, go around screw face, looking ugly all the time. But then we believe in God for all these things. Raffi. Thought I left you out too, huh? <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. Amen? We got to develop this love character. We got to develop this love character. Tell your neighbor, you got to develop this love character. Glory to God. Hallelujah. We got to develop it, folks. Why, see, you got to develop it. Why, see, you got to develop it. And listen to me now. If you're, oh Lord, if you're prone to irritation, irritation is just a little kinder word for temper and anger. 
And that's what it is. It is anger. It is what? Anger. And if you're prone to irritation, then you need to train yourself the second you detect that thing. You know, right at that place where you want to throw something at them. The second that irritation shows up, you have to just stop it and say, no. Don't get mad. Fix it. Fix it right then. Come on, you get ready to snatch something from somebody. You say, nope, don't get mad. Fix it right then. What? Did you hear anything I said? No, don't get mad. Fix it. And all the brothers say, fix it. And all the brothers say, and all the brothers say, I ain't hear y'all back in the back back there. And all the brothers say, do what? Fix it. What are you doing? Training. Using my faith for temperance, self-control. And what happened, it will begin to kick in. The more you practice it. Because what you practice, you perfect. Oh, come on, you hear me out there. What you practice, you perfect. And if anger and irritation is up to here, Chanel. Start picking on the women now, right? <laughs> I'm an equal opportunity employer. <laughs> if anger and irritation are up to here it doesn't take much a gnat can come buzzing by and you go off then like that commercial you take a golf club throw it through your house window through your car door and trying to get a little fly like Aaron Rodgers in an insurance, in insurance commercial talking about not in my house. You have to begin to practice obeying God's word. Do what? Begin to practice obeying God's word. Practice. You got to practice patience. You got to practice patience. If you notice it, don't come automatically. (laughs) You're going to have to talk to yourself, Rigo. Talk to yourself. You got to say, I never get mad. I never get mad. I never get irritated. I never bore over in the name of Jesus. Never, never, never. never. You got to talk to yourself. Say never. What am I doing? I'm confessing. I'm what? I'm confessing. 
I'm confessing what? 1 Corinthians chapter 13. I'm confessing love endures long and is patient and kind. Love never envy is envious nor boils over with jealousy. It is not boastful, vainglorious, does not display itself haughtily. It is not conceited, arrogant, inflated with pride. It is not rude, unmannerly, and does not act unbecomingly. Love, God's love in me, does not insist on its own right or its own way. In other words, I am not in the center. It is not self-seeking. It is not touchy. Or fretful. Or resentful. It takes no account of the evil done to it. It pays no attention to a suffered wrong. It does not rejoice at injustice and unrighteousness. It rejoices when right and truth prevail. Love bears up under anything and everything that comes is ever ready to believe the best of every person. Its hopes are fadeless under all circumstances and it endures everything without weakening. Love never fails, never fades out or comes to an end. The more you practice it, the more you practice this, the more you get up in the morning, you say this in the morning, you say it at night, you say it in the middle of the day, the more you practice this, what happens? You eventually exchange and you put that, you put that anger back where it belongs. What did Ephesians 4.26 says? Be you angry. And sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. This is all one sentence, folks. Be you angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down upon your wrath. Neither give place to the devil. See, you're practicing that. You're what? You're what? Ladies, I'm not, I'm not just talking to the men there. Because y'all, you know, some of y'all got some tempers, you know. Come on, say amen, somebody. You're practicing this. And you're practicing. And you're practicing that. And if you get ready to get angry, you say, no. Because you know, but your time, you know. You sense that thing coming on you. You feel the pressure. Some of you start sweating. <laughs> Come on now. When you start feeling like you feel yourself getting angry, you know you when you feel yourself getting angry. You sense it. When you start sensing that thing, you say, no. Stop it. Talk to yourself. I walk in love. Joy. Peace, long-suffering, meekness, goodness, kindness. If you get mad, fix it. 
If you get mad, what? And you'll get to the place where that thing will slightly try to come on you. And you'll be easy as you say, no, 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 no. Fix it. Fix it. It'll get easier and easier and easier. What's happened? The tide is rising, folks. You'll start stirring up the gift on the inside of you. Oh, come on. Anybody with me in this room? What gift? 2 Timothy 1.7. For God, it says, for God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. The gift of power, love, and a sound mind. The gift of power, love, and a sound mind. What will it do? It'll get rid of fear. It'll get rid of what? Fear. We haven't been given the spirit of fear. We've been given the spirit of power. We've been given the spirit of love and the spirit of a what? Sound mind. That comes from a renewing of your mind and practicing love, practicing joy, practicing peace, practicing long-suffering endurance, practicing gentleness, practicing goodness, practicing faith, practicing meekness, practicing tempers of self-control. You can't control yourself. The Amplified Bible reads Galatians 6, Galatians chapter, chapter 5 this way. But the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit of the Holy Spirit, the work which his presence within accomplishes is what? Love, joy, gladness, peace, patience, and even temper. forbearance kindness goodness benevolence I'm a giver faithfulness gentleness meekness humility self-control self-restraint continuance against such there's no law that can bring a charge All of this is in there, folks. It's been in there. You really have no have had no excuse until today. Now you really don't have no excuse to ever go around looking grouchy. Too much is given, much is required. See now that you've heard the word on this subject. Now it's up to whether you're going to obey God or not. Julio. Now it's determined whether you're going to obey God or not. Now it becomes obedience or disobedience to the word of God. Because you've heard the word on it. Now you are held. Oh my, my, shake it, can not, not my. Say this: God is good, and His mercy endure forever. And that goodness 
is in me right now. It is a fruit of my spirit. And I'm growing. I'm growing. I'm growing. I'm like my father. I'm like my savior. I'm like his spirit within me. He's good. And his goodness. Thank goodness is in me. Now give God praise. See, I have to stir up joy. I have to stir up peace. I have to stir up that long suffering. I have to stir up that gentleness. I have to stir up that goodness. I have to stir up that faithfulness. I have to stir up that meekness. Come on, say amen, somebody. I have to stir up that self-control. I have to stir up the love of God in me because it's in there. But I just haven't stirred it up. I go around looking frowning and ugly all the time when I have no reason to. Talking to you teenagers too because some of y'all look so angry and evil all the time. And don't realize it's affecting you spiritually. This ain't not just an adult thing. Oh, I'm preaching good in here. I stir it up on the inside of me. I stir it up on the inside of me. I stir it up on the inside of me. When I say that, what happens? By faith, something's happening right now to my brain. Let me say it again. When I say I'm staring these gifts up on the inside of me, I stare it up and it's like, by faith, something's happening to my brain right now. Something's happening to my physical brain. See, my physical brain was not wired to carry unbelief and doubt and unforgiveness. It wasn't wired to carry it. My brain and your brain was designed and wired to think love, joy, peace, long-suffering, endurance, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. That's the way your brain was made to think. And if you start thinking that way, your brain will start receiving healing. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said. Your brain will start receiving what? Healing. When you start receiving healing, guess what? That will start. Look what will happen to your hormones. Physical hormones in the physical body control everything about the physical body. When they get out of whack, you're out of whack. Oh, I'm preaching good in here. Well, you can get them back in whack. (laughs) You can get them back in whack by thinking love thoughts, talking love thoughts, talking joy thoughts. Just get up in the morning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Glory to God. <laughs> Glory. <laughs> Devil, you think I'm sick, but I'm not. <laughs> you thought I was weak, but I'm not. <laughs> I didn't care if you feel like it or not. I didn't 
ask you to do this when you feel like it. I said we do this by faith. We do this by faith. Somebody's going to get delivered today from that frown. Because that very frown can keep you from your healing. We're doing this by faith, folks. Hallelujah. Come on, just begin to laugh by faith. <laughs> Come on, laugh with me now. <laughs> Smile. <laughs> now if you keep doing that and you just keep doing that (laughs) and you keep doing that it'll come to the place where you think about something and all of a sudden you'll just smile at it and laugh at it you know how much this will deliver you every day? Do you hear what I just said? You pick up the phone. Now you pick up the phone. You say, hello. Not hello. Not yeah. <laughs> you pick up the phone. Hello. How you doing? <laughs> you laughing at nothing <laughs> why those days are gone tell your neighbor those days are gone come on they're gone forever why listen folks this is all because we're in the biggest wildest holy ghost outpouring that has ever hit this planet and it's not just in one spot it's happening all over the world from one to the other And God's just preparing us to be able to receive all of it. Lift your hands and give God praise. Come on, lift your hands and give God glory. (laughs) I should should see from this day forward, if you've been in this room or on the internet, I should never see you with a frown on your face. Hallelujah. 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 Amen. <laughs> Somebody say, fake it till you make it. <laughs> I don't care what you do. You just make sure you keep that smile on your face. Get up in the morning, folks. Because that's where it makes or break you right then and there. Get up in the morning. Just smile. Laugh. Just smile and laugh. 
You ain't worry about somebody. What you laughing at? Don't worry about it. Why you sitting at the desk? Just start, but start laughing. Just, don't worry about people. They don't understand. I'm growing spiritually. I'm concerned about my spiritual growth. Come on, I need my healing right now. I need my deliverance right now. I need a breakthrough financially right now. Hallelujah. 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 Could you imagine how many marriages this will save? How many households it will save? Because majority of the time, your, your natural inclination when things are happening in your household is to always be frowny. To look how you feel. Try to side over here. To look how you feel. There ain't no faith in that. Faith comes when I determine how I feel. By steering up the gift on the inside of me. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I won't have any anger episodes. I won't have any going off on people episodes. Hello? They'll wonder what is wrong with them. I just seen them last week. And Monday, something wrong. They got a smile on their face. You know, I hit them upside the head and they were still smiling. I talked about them. They were still smiling. I tried to get on their nerves. I couldn't even get on their nerves. They were still smiling. Something wrong with these people. They must go to Word of Faith. Because <laughs> you find, you know Word of Faith, folks. <laughs> Am I right or wrong? You know Word of Faith, folks. You know people with the word, and you can, you can tell what people have been taught by how you talk to them, when you talk to them. <laughs> they say, you're one of them word of faith people, aren't you? <laughs> That's a good thing, because you're talking the word. Hallelujah. You're letting the word be your guide, not just in church, but outside the church. Because that's where the rubber meets the road. Let your hands and begin to give God.